Welcome to the Lugnuts Podcast. It's what the Bible says. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What the Bible Says. I am here with, to my left, Josiah. Hello. Kenny. Hello. Nicholas, across from me. Mm -hmm. And Pastor Steve (laughs) to my right, and this is uh, episode 19. There you go. Well, welcome back. If you heard uh, episode 18, um, today this one kind of ties along with what we talked about as far as uh, how we come along and, and we help someone as far as intense grief is concerned. So, all right, let me ask you the <clears throat> the why question. Mm. Why does God allow difficult things, <clears throat> excuse me, to happen in our lives? Why does God allow trials? So we can grow. Okay. Go. <laughs> Anybody else? What's the Bible say? What are some reasons? Is God just meaningless, just spinning a big wheel in heaven, throwing a dart in there and saying, today is the day that I torment Kenny. Well, I always pick on Kenny, too. <laughs> Sorry, you Kenny. Do. <laughs> I do. Well, you're kind of like right here, you know, because I can't look through here because I look through here. I'm looking through the mic stand. And I don't see, you know, so I'm just right here. So, so anyway, so, so uh, why does God allow trials? Okay, for our growth. What else? Um, test of faith. For our what? A test of faith. Our test of faith. Okay. Good. What else? I would say kind of building on what Nick said, but not repeating it per se. Um, future experience. Okay. What else? Anything? All right. Well, today I want to go to a reason that I think the Bible teaches that God allows hard things to come into our lives. Um and and it is as we experience difficult situations in our life, oftentimes God allows us to become involved in the life of another human being who is going through the same deal. Mm. And not and it's not that it makes what we're going through easy or like say, oh boy, I'm glad for this, but uh, is it? easier to go through a difficult time in your life if you can see a purpose for that. I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, if, if it's just like, and, and we're going to get into another discussion here um, about, you know, David is in Psalm 13. And he's just saying, how long, how long, God, what's going on here? And he doesn't really see a lot of purpose and meaning what's going on. And it's not that it makes it even any easier, but if I somewhat say, okay, there's something going to happen potentially good out of my very hard situation, then actually God don't take me out of it, but see me through it. And that's hard to say, isn't it? That's very hard because I am a comfort and control person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think most people are. And so when I say to God, God, please take me out of whatever hard situation I'm finding myself in, and I'm not saying that we're, we're supposed to be sadistic here, by the way, and just say, okay, God, pour it on. You know, man, I really enjoy the hurt here. I'm not saying that at all. 
but what I am saying is that um, God can use our, our very difficult situations. All right, so I'm struggling right now. I'm going to get a drink of water. I'm going to let you guys read. So uh, who'd like to read? We're in 2 Corinthians. I'm going down fast, boys. <laughs> I'm going down fast. Part of the problem is the air gets really dry in here. Yes, it does. It does. That's my best excuse that I can come up with right now. So I'm going to let the guys read. Uh, we're in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 7. And while they're reading, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go get a drink of water. All right. I will, I will read gladly. Slowly. Yes. Blessed be. No, I'm kidding. All right. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction, through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that as you share in the sufferings, so you will also share in the comfort. So what is something, and it doesn't have to be devastating, what's a situation you guys have had happen to you um, that you would say, man, not really so glad that happened, but on down the line, it might help me to be a little more able to minister to someone just because of the experience that I've had. Anybody got one? Over the winter, I backed up into my sister's Jeep. Okay. I haven't I haven't had the opportunity to minister to someone about a car accident yet or whatever that may be, but I have a, a slight idea of that, like, kind of like, mm, like, you know, like you did kind of messed up and it's your fault and you don't know how else to get around it besides you got to, okay, yeah, that was me. That's totally on me. Okay. All right. And so if somebody had that situation, you would feel a little comfortable right. to walk in and try to uh, help that, that person, all right? Yeah, again, it doesn't have to be some catastrophic <laughs> type of, of thing. What's something you guys have experienced? You go, ooh, man, that kind of hurt, but okay, maybe I can use that for for later on. Anything? Well, mine's going to be unfortunately devastating. Sure. Um, lost my mom. Sure. And there was a while where I was like, okay, why? Okay, God is there a reason for this is I'm going to be able to minister to someone else on down the line mm -hmm. and then got that answer. Unfortunately it was a yes. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who lost his parent, his, his father. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I didn't lose my father, but I know what you're going through. Mm -hmm. I've been there. <coughs> so, and, and where did you find it? Not easy, but did you find yourself, um, able to uh, give some assistance to that individual to kind of help walk them through what was going on. Of course. Okay. And, and a lot of that was probably just by your experiences. Yes. Right? You know, and, and the fact that you had experienced that, and so therefore um, that was something to be helpful. All right, Josiah, how about you? Anything you've gone through or had? And again, doesn't have to be again. We've got a car wreck and a death of a parent here. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, anything else you could say I, I went through? Um, for me, I'll give you time to think. You got one or no? Yeah. Okay. I've got one. It's not exactly devastating. It was more of a mild annoyance for like two weeks. 
I lit my hand on fire. <laughs> you lit your hand on fire? I did. Okay. And uh, it was entirely my fault. <laughs> There's counseling for that available as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you... Yeah, see, we're going to have to actually talk about that after right. the podcast. Sure. <laughs> um, that's, that's strictly no, off the I, record. It, you know, the, the panic feeling, like, right when it happened, it, it wasn't a major burn. Uh-huh. For those of you who know me, you know exactly how it happened. I'm not detailing it on here. It was sure. stupid. <laughs> um, it was pretty hilarious, actually, is what it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of empathy or sympathy as we had oh, in the, no. last, the last episode. No, it was there? entirely no. my fault. Okay. But, you know. For like when people injure themselves, whatever I kind of like, sure have that, especially experience. a burn. As, yeah, yeah. And as does Nick, just not with burns. Yes, yeah, with your fingers, my fingies. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, for me, and I, and I've shared this before. I'm not in great detail, but uh, 22 years ago, when I had the whole incident as far as my thyroid, and I ended up with mm. a whacked thyroid, and I had panic attacks, and um, and today. Uh, if you've never had a panic attack before, it's kind of hard to empathize with another person. Because the person who's having a panic attack, if you've never had one before, uh, was usually the way you tell them to get better. Deal with it. Just do, are, are you kidding? That's stupid. Go do whatever. And I will tell you, that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. And so um, today when I'm counseling and I have people who come to me with panic attacks... Um, that's something that I, okay, again, I'm not glad I had that panic attack, by the way, but I can say not only, um, there is help and hope, but what I find is this is what I did. This is how I worked through it. So I could be now, it doesn't mean that for us to help other people, we have to experience every hurt (laughs) they've ever had. I'm not going down that direction at all. But what I am saying is that sometimes when you're thinking about, well, what did this happen as far as my parents or this illness I had or whatever the case might be, and, and, and I'm not saying that, that I have some you know, heavenly email from God that says everything that happens like that happens for this reason, but what I am saying is that the God of all comfort who comforts us in our um, troubles now wants us to say, how do I use that on down the line? So let's go back to um, verse 3. Praise be to the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. So what does that tell us immediately? No matter what's going on, where should we turn for comfort? Good Lord. Okay, and what does comfort look like? That's a good question, isn't it? Hmm. He's the God of all comfort. What comforts you the most when you're in a and you're in a hard situation? I think it's when people can understand what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Not that they want to like, like overdo like oh, outdo. Or I guess not overdo outdo what I'm you know feeling, but at the same time they also can kind of like go, okay, I've been there. I kind of can offer some advice, but I also understand you're hurting. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, Kenny. You're kind of shaking your head a little bit. Anything to add to that? Well, I I definitely agree with what Nick said. I really don't have anything to add, but okay. it's like, you, I really do agree with what you just said. Yeah, and I, and I think sometimes the comfort isn't so much fix my situation. It's just someone who can come along and say, I'll be there with you, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm there for you. 
I'm going to help you. And, and that's where I, I see, you know, he's the God of all comfort. Then verse 4, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we all s- ourselves have received from God. That's a great verse. God comforts us not just so it stops with me. God says, now how I have comforted you, I want you now to be able to comfort other people as well. Verse 5, for just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. And I think it's interesting is that God never promises us that we're going to have a pain-free life. He never does. But he does say, in the midst of that pain, I will be there with you. And here is what kind of makes that pain tolerable or a little more um, making sense of it is that I have prepared for you, and that's the big question because you don't know when that's going to happen, on down the line maybe a person or persons who you're going to be able to minister to in a much more effective way. Okay, Kenny, I appreciate you bringing this thing up as far as your mom. I, I don't know how to respond to that. And so someone who's really struggling with that, even though I'm the guy that's got the degrees <laughs> all over the wall <laughs> in my office, you know who I send to talk to? You. You. And, and, and because there's a sense of initially someone who gets where I'm going. And I think that's where the comfort comes. I, I'm more interested in listening to somebody who's maybe walked in my shoes than I am somebody else. Now, at some point in time, you probably need the guy like me to come along and say, okay, let's kind of figure out what this is. But initially, um, let's not be shying away from the fact that maybe God has allowed something very difficult and hard to come into our lives and that there's a grander, bigger purpose on down the line. Verse 6, if we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. For comforted is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And again, the whole idea, and this just takes us to James, says ultimately what is the purpose of trials? That we might develop perseverance right Mm -hmm. perseverance must finish its work so we may be mature and complete not lacking anything and so many times the way god grows us is not through all of the successes that we have well there's nothing wrong with that but many times how god grows us is through the difficulties of life he's not only growing us which you guys have talked about but he's also saying i'm going to help you help another person to grow as well and if i can have that kind of mindset it doesn't erase the tears it doesn't take away the sorrow, but it can say, God, you know what? I can use this to bring glory to you, maybe another help another human being, then, you know, in a weird way, you know what you can say? Thanks. You can say thanks. And that's kind of hard to say, thank you, Lord, for the very difficult situation that I'm in. So that's what I want to talk about today. He's the God of all comfort. There's all kinds of reasons, and I'm not saying every time that we have something difficult happen in our life, that's what's going on. But many times I do believe that God allows these uh, specific situations to happen because he's got a date for us on down the line to somebody else that he wants us to minister to in a more effective way. All right, questions or comments? Anything else you guys want to add to that? No, no. All right, so anyway. Well, hey, it's good to be with you guys again. Um, as always, and, and I know we joke around you guys, but this I really appreciate this time. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, you guys are just very, you know, we're, we're t- hitting some uh, 
some good topics here, and I hope our, our listeners are, are pressing through the first three minutes of, of insanity <laughs> and nonsensicalness. <laughs> yeah. I hope they don't turn us off in the first three minutes because they do, like, okay, I'm done with these guys. But uh, I hope that we're getting into some good things, and not only just talking, but also giving people uh, an opportunity to say, what can I do with that as well? So mm-hmm. I love you guys, and I appreciate what you guys are doing. So Nick, Kenny, Joe, Aiden, Pastor Steve, don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Talk to you later. Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast group. Thanks for listening. And remember, Jesus loves you. So do we.